Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. I love it at night. On King of OX. say they say hooray for hollywood and hollywood was the training ground of our own dear and beloved sean michael lyle sean michael you are a man of so many facets you're you're like a well, you're like a diamond coming out of the ground out there in south africa somewhere you can buy me at the mall and three uh, 14 easy payments easy payments <laughs> So we're talking about sports mascots. Oh, yeah, mascots. Yeah, I heard you talking about We're talking about the sports mascots. We'll step out into the newsroom as soon as the uh, last uh, hour concluded. Sean says, oh, yeah. Yeah. I interviewed Go the Gorilla. Well, I had him on my show in in Arizona. Now, you don't really interview a mascot. Yeah, because they can't talk. They don't talk. Um, but uh, when they're wearing their costume, they don't co- talk. I didn't realize they made so much money. And you'll never guess which one, because I was a season ticket holder for the uh, Utah Jazz. You never guess what they have. What? No, a what? bear. Oh, <laughs> oh, well, there you go. But And do keep in mind, though, that they do work uh, year-round. So they're oh, not, yeah, they're making not, appearances. That's yeah, true. Not, not, but anyway, uh, the, the guy who was the handler of the mass of, of Go the Gorilla, who is very acrobatic, he's, he's an amazing... Athlete, but uh-huh. but the guy who was the handler was previously uh, the, the gorilla. He was retired. Is yeah. go the gorilla? Yeah, he was a retired, and huh. I don't I don't remember if if he was the original. I don't think so. He didn't seem that old. But go the gorilla was the first uh, NBA mascot in nineteen eighty. Wow! And it's amazing how he became the mascot. Somebody at an at a Phoenix Suns game uh, was having. I think it was a birthday. And they sent a singing telegram. And that was back in the days where if you yeah. paid extra money for it, you could have somebody show up in costume. Yeah. So he showed up in a gorilla costume. 
Security made sure that he wasn't carrying any weapons or yeah. anything. They checked him out, and they said, okay, I think it was somebody who actually worked for uh, the Phoenix Suns. So they sent him on in there, and he did his singing, tell his gorillagram, as it was called. Yeah. He did his gorillagram, and then they asked him if he would stay there and, and kind of entertain a few of the fans that were there, uh, not in the game. Right. And then they liked it, and they asked him to come back. Wow. And he kept coming back, and that really is where the NBA mascots Fascinating. Now, did did has the costume changed since the original? No, it wasn't a very good one to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, yeah. Yeah. But he he actually I have a Go Gorilla doll at home that oh. he gave me. <laughs> Who does it? Was I mean, and, and so he 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 jumped and dunked and did oh, a bunch yeah. of crazy stuff. Yeah, huh? they do. Well they they're um some of them are part of a troop that goes around if you go to NBA games, every every NBA team hires these groups. Some have their own. Uh, of these people that perform during time timeouts where they uh, have like five or six or eight or ten guys who all run up and down the court dunking, uh, you know, trampoline dunking. Uh-huh. And they have they lay out the mats and everything, and, and it's really it's amazing. And they'll go like 30 feet wow. uh, and slam dunk from you 30 feet. You say you had a brush with the Utah Jazz? Uh, yeah, well, I, I was in Salt Lake City, and I was a, I was a season ticket. Where haven't you been? That, that's supposed to be really a loud, loud stadium. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, well, it was until they got rid of all their good players. But the other mascot that yeah. uh, yes. that I was acquainted with and actually did um, uh, I did the sound for him when he appeared was uh, was the uh, San Diego Chicken. Oh, the the original, the original uh, pro mascot. He now, was a Greek guy. Uh, Ted Giannoulis. Yeah. Yeah. Now, see, the interesting thing is he was, as you were talking about, a, a radio station mascot. KGB Radio in San Diego, he was the radio station mascot. The chicken. Yeah, the KGB chicken he was known as. <laughs> and he would show up at Padres game and Chargers games. That's what I and, call Vladimir Putin. Yeah. He was the KGB chicken until eventually, eventually he, uh, well, I think he got laid off or fired from the radio station. They fired the chicken. I think they fired the chicken. They fired. As opposed to frying. Um, Wonder if he ran out of there like his head was cut off. (laughs) So... So he started doing his own thing, and I don't know, you know, exactly why he he lost that position. I didn't ask him about it. But uh, he was at uh, Washington State University doing a game, and I was running the local commercial radio station. So I was doing sound for Washington State. So he had these cassettes that he gave me, and I said, okay, these are the cassettes. Chicken's cassettes. So he was just just this guy. We were in the locker room, and we were going over the sheet of the information and what I was supposed to play with. He took his head off. Off to talk to you, right? He wasn't. He wasn't oh, wearing he wasn't, a costume. He wasn't, he wasn't in, in his okay. costume. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so, so yeah, I actually did sound for the San Diego Chicken. Now, the interesting thing about him is that his costumes. This is when he was really, be, you know, at his the peak of his fame. Yeah, yeah. Huh. You know, he was doing major college and major professional and everything. He was at the peak of his fame, and with, even then, his costumes were all made from the very beginning to the very end by his mother. His oh mother goodness. made the chicken. His mother made the chicken. She cousin. made the chicken. You know, huh. unbelievable. Yeah, you know, a mom who makes the chicken—that's pretty good. That's the best you can hope for. And speaking of it, at that time at Washington State University, at that time, because they have they've had these national championships of college mascots for years, right? At Washington State, huh? And at that time, Butch the Cougar was the national champion mascot, and that's the Washington State mascot. Huh. Usually, it was actually a, a, a woman who was in the costume. 
Butch was a woman. Huh? Butch was a woman. Uh, that was a thing back then. <laughs> well, you, you know, you could you could well, go off. Well, it was of a that. cougar. Why wouldn't it be a woman? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But one time, uh, my radio station, we were doing some uh, uh, some um, f- uh, pictures, yeah. and went out to the baseball field, and uh, and that we had the costume in the d- big duffel bag. And I had my disc jockeys who were needing to do something, and we were filming something for a TV spot. And so they needed somebody to be Butch the Cougar, and Butch the Cougar, this was during the summertime, yeah. so the, the student wasn't there. So I put on the costume. Oh, my. Butch the Cougar! And? And, and I got to tell you something. It was really interesting. Was it empowering? It, I became Butch the Cougar. Really? That's it was amazing. very strange. It was, it was actually a football helmet it was uh, is under the head. What did it smell like in there? Uh, they keep them pretty clean. Oh, good, good. And they have these um, these vests that you wear these uh, these uh, you know to cool things and and headbands to keep you cool. Oh, nice. But I put on I put on this outfit and all of a sudden I was doing the shoo hey you know they had, the Butch the Cougar has certain moves certain <laughs> right. looks and it was the national champion at the time and Butch the Cougar acted a certain way. We were filming these commercials. <laughs> And I became Butch the he Cougar. Was Butch I the Cougar. I don't know where it came from. It, wow. It's obviously something you in the costume. Like you're a cougar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's uh, that is fascinating. Yeah. How long were you in the costume? Uh, just uh, an hour or two, oh, just enough wow. to, so, to do a couple yeah. of commercials. But yeah, I, I you had all the moves done. I had the struts. I knew the I knew the looks because I'd seen Butch the Cougar so many times. <laughs> yeah. I was doing sound for the uh, basketball team, the men's and women's basketball team. So yeah, I saw Butch the Cougar. Butch the Cougar all the time, but yeah, it was fascinating being in the costume and becoming that character. Wow. Wow. Could you could you become Fred Bird if you uh, were forced to at this? I, you know, I don't mean to be rude, but I don't. Fred Bird is is a nice costume, but I don't get a. I don't get a personality out of Fred Bird. Really? Yeah. Well, he just runs around and throws his waist out and well, gives people a beat kiss. Yeah, he'll uh, be, he's not he's, that exciting. He's what I'd call one of those frantic. Mascots, yeah, uh, you know the the Miami uh, the the spe- maybe it's birds, but the Miami bird uh, for the University of Miami does that. The too. Phillies, yeah. the what are the fanatic? Philly, no, the Philly fanatic. Yeah. He's kind of he's he is really rude and 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 kind of cool, but really rude. Yeah, and so that's a personality. Uh-huh. You know, so a lot of them do have personalities that are kind of cool. A lot of them, especially these days, more than ever, they they tend to be kind of rude. Um, you know. And kind of, kind of in your face a little bit, yeah. You know, but uh, but Fred Bird is a little kind of spastic, I guess is the word. That's an excellent description. <laughs> this yeah. is yeah, incredible, Insight. incredible I, it, insight. You but, don't get this. You know, here we talk about mascots. No, no. Sean Michael Lyle he did it. Was he, he did it? Well, he, he did, did it. it. He was a cougar, and he, I became a really cool, hip guy. Yeah. So there, it there is. must have been magic. Because I certainly could. Oh come that. on, folks, Sean Michael. I, you know, it's the kind of quality programming we are honored to bring to each and every one of you on these mm-hmm. wonderful Monday evenings. Sean Michael Lyle, thank you so much. Thank you, you little cougar, you. When we come back, it's what's trending here on KMOX. Hooray for Hollywood. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We go where you go. 1120 AM, 98.7 FM, KMOX.com. He is the king of pain. He joins us every Monday evening at exactly this time. He's Braxton Payne to have and discuss what's trending. Good evening, Braxton. How are you, sir? Good evening, gentlemen. How are you guys? Fine. We are both still startled by how rapidly the weather went from 70s shorts weather to uh, 40s coats weather. It's no good. Yeah, are you guys bringing in all your your plants from outside? I'm sure you guys have plenty of those so they don't get frost on them. Yeah. Uh, well, John, you know, John has turned into <laughs> Mr. Mom, so you're having to – have you been maintaining the plants? Uh, while? Yeah, probably not my strongest contribution to the uh-huh. nursing program. <laughs> right. Uh, but, I mean, I hung in there. I watered them while they were – while it was still warm outside. Yeah, so. most of my plants, mm-hmm. I don't mind if they get dried out. Well, you got the, we got a lot of the seasonals, the hostas. And the, you know. Yeah, totally. Well, I'll tell you a story about me keeping uh, plants. So I moved into my house about five years ago, and I had a housewarming party. You know, somebody brought me a nice little, you know, succulent plant in a, in a pot. So I had it, um, you know, for a good week. You know, I was watering it every day. Uh, Everything was going well. Water. It was looking good. Um, and then about probably about a month in, it was still alive. So I was pretty proud of myself. I was like, oh, right. this is working out pretty well. A plant for 30 days. Yeah, and then so what happened was, is you know, I watered it one day, you know, at the time, my, my girlfriend, now my wife, she goes, why are you watering that plant? And I was like, well, to keep it alive. Well, I had been watering a plant that was a fake plant for 30 days. And <laughs> it never, never looked better. It never looked better. So the styrofoam that was in there was just molded because of all the water. Oh. Um, but the plant still looked great. So I was wondering, it was kind of starting to smell a little bit. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, so for about 30 days, I was watering a, a fake plant. Thank you for telling that story. There's a guy with a green thumb. Literally, he had a green thumb when he picked that thing up 
<laughs> hey, the fact that you uh, had an imitation plant's much further than I am. I have nothing that it reveals living organisms in my house. Yeah, it seems to be the trend of my generation. They love their their fake plants and their you know all their house plants. Well, I, I they name them you, and they talk to them. Some of those fake plants do look like the oh, real. Oh sure, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Especially at Christmas Definitely. time. What are those red plants that everybody? Poinsettias. Yeah, they, they're always fake. Uh, no. There's yeah, lots right. of them that are fake. We always get live points. You get a live point set And we get several. You got to be careful because if the dog eats that, it'll it'll get poisoned. The dog's not going to eat the point set Your Your dog eats checks. It eats money. No, that, it was, eats that was the old dog. It eats, that was the old dog. Oh, Gus, okay. Gus is not a, not an eater. Gus is uh, well-behaved. What's trending, Bryce? Oh, well, so we had a couple options today. I'll give you three of them. The, we got BTS, uh, James Corden, or Taylor Swift. Hmm. Well, I don't know much about any of them. So let's start with uh, BTS. So BTS is one of the most popular boy bands in the world right now. They are a K-pop band, which means, you know, they're Korean pop. They're from South Korea. Um, but they, you know, sell out football stadiums two, three nights in a row. No. I mean, they're huge in the United States. They're huge in, obviously, all of Asia and South Do they America. sing in English or Korean? Country's going to hell. Uh, so it's a mix. So some of their songs, I mean, they do like a lot of like they've done mixes with like Coldplay here in the United States and things like I that. Like so they do, yeah. So they have a lot of good like top forty hits. I'm sure you've probably heard them and not really realized who it was or if there was a mix up. But I found out today that they are uh, taking a leave of absence because they are going to serve in the South Korean uh, military. Um, oh. As part of, you know, they have to do that. It's part of, you know, everyone in South Korea has to serve in the military at some point. Um, so they said that they are not going to be formally a band until 2025. And they're at the height of their career right now. So they're all how old, how old are these years in the military? How old are these kids? Uh, the oldest is 29, but I think they're they're all in like their early 20s, like 25 to 29. What did you say their so, name was? Uh, BTS. BTS. I thought that was a serial killer. And, and so that, that happened to Elvis, too. He was in the height of his career, and he got uh, drafted into the military. So yeah. everybody in, in, in Korea um, has to serve in the military, so they're all doing it at the same time. How are they going to keep these kids? I mean, if they're that big a deal and everybody knows who they are, mm-hmm. it's going to be like having Elvis in the South Korean military. You can't deal with that. Oh, definitely. Well, I mean, you, you know, like when you remember the scenes for the Beatles, um, when they first came to America, imagine that. I mean, that's that's essentially what they have uh, stardom-wise among you know their fans. I mean, everywhere who, they go, who, who watch, who pays money to go see these things? Kids, girls. Oh, they scream. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, you make fun of it, but your generation did it to the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, and before that, they did it to Elvis and Frank Sinatra. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, always them crazy kids, right? Yeah, that's I how guess. It goes. I guess. All right, how about Taylor Swift? That's a name I know, and I like a couple of her songs. Yeah, so Taylor Swift, uh, I, I just think it's interesting. You know, she's always been the top of, you know, marketing for her new albums. I think that she, you know, she's always trying to do something different. You know, she's released albums without telling anyone. Um, but, you know, she has a new album coming out, and she's an exclusive partner with Spotify. Um, but what she's been doing around in, in London is just having lyrics of her one of her songs on billboards. And I just thought that was, like, really creative. I mean, everyone talks about Taylor Swift. Everyone knows who she is. Um, but I will say I hope this album is, you know, back to her pop roots and, and not so, you know, the one she released during COVID was very, let's put it this way, serious. It was still a great album. 
but it wasn't, you know, what we're used to seeing from Taylor Swift. So I just think it's interesting that, you know, how she does these guerrilla marketing campaigns and you know that there's teams of probably, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people just for one album release. And, you know, I don't really hear of any album releases anymore for anyone really, you know, besides her, you know, you don't really release an album like you used to. Right. Well, hmm. she's a, she's quite a star. So when you say she's getting back to that kind of poppy, you're hoping she gets back to the more poppy bubblegum uh, yeah, girly well, music. Like, I mean, her, yeah, her reputation album was in my opinion, one of her best, but it was, you know, songs that you can, you know, dance to. They're a little bit more upbeat. They're, you know, her last one was Folklore, which was definitely more of, you know, acoustic type style. Uh-huh. John Jr. was referencing Taylor Swift. Oh, I he's a huge fan of Taylor Swift. And so she must be previewing her new album on that he was referencing. That on the earlier. Thursday Night Football game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. could be. Interesting. All right. Now let's move on over to what was the other James one? Corden. James Corden. Yeah. So, so James Corden, you know, a late night talk show host. You know, Car- he does the carpool park. karaoke. Yeah. And he's always kind of seemed like, you know, he's the, the funny, nice guy. Uh-huh. Um, well, he has been what they call in the restaurant business 86th or banned from a restaurant in New York for his behavior to the service staff. Um, the restaurant, I believe, I believe, Michael, you've been to this restaurant. It's uh, Balt, uh, Baltazar. Oh, um, Baltazar. Yeah. The, uh, it's yeah. a Greek place. It's awesome. Yeah, so the owner took to his Instagram uh, today and said, you know, what there was two examples where he treated the staff poorly, and he's been banned from the restaurant moving forward. Wow. That's so disappointing, man. I like that guy, Mm -hmm. but I hate people who are rude to servers. Uh, Yeah, and now if you look on Twitter, you know, when he's, you know, now obviously this is the story, but then there's, you know, people popping out of the woodwork saying that, you know, when he's on set of, you know, a movie, he just sits on his phone or he complains to the to the assistants and things like that. Which, well, they said you know, that, they said Ellen DeGeneres was like that as well. Yeah, exactly. So it's That's like, is, is anybody in television nice anymore? I mean, I mean, Ellen Ellen's career was you know top, and then it just kind of tumbled um, pretty quickly. What satisfaction would one get from being rude to a server? I, I you know what I mean? Like I've we've all had bad experiences in a restaurant and sometimes you know but just to be rude to somebody like there for is what a personality purpose? there's a personality to, well there first there are jerks in the world i mean yeah. there just are yeah but there's also a personality type i am convinced that they're not truly happy unless they're miserable really mm-hmm. you know people like that i mean like they have oh, to yeah. be miserable and it's just you know and there's always complaining about ah, this and, uh, and you know, i've i've known people like that over the years I think we all have an acquaintance or a friend that, you know, they're in these toxic relationships. And the only reason they're, it seems like they're in the relationship is just the bicker. And right. that's the only reason they, they like to do it. And I think those are the same people that are just rude at restaurants and yeah. just rude to staff. I hate people who are rude in restaurants. Well, rude, hate period. People who, yeah, but especially in restaurants. Like, you know, it's just, there's just, it's just so uncalled for Life and so unnecessary, short. Life right? Life is too short, too. And people are, like, waiting on you. Like, I mean, come on, this is, like, such, I don't know, restaurants, when somebody's waiting on you, it almost feels like a, you're, you know, like you're the king of England and people are bringing you <laughs> your food and filling up your water and wiping your lip. Why would you ever be mean to those people? He's Charles George Windsor. I'm John Hancock. And, uh, <laughs> Braxton Payne, as always, thanks for bringing the goods. Thanks, guys. All see right. Ya. See you next week. And when we come back, 
We're going to be looking up all these famous people buying all these social media platforms. That's next on Hancock and Kelly. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. About to be a great night. Really good tonight. Yeah, this is one hell of a night. Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly on King of OX. What are you doing over there, twittering? No, I'm just uh, doing a little show prep, you know, yeah. as I like to do. I like to be prepared here for the people of St. Louis and beyond uh, who are listening to the voice of St. Louis. Now, we're going to talk social media, and I, I like to rip on social media, but I, I'll, I'll have to tell you that probably 95% of all the media that I consume mm-hmm. comes f- originally from Twitter. Yeah. Uh, meaning if there's a story, uh, you know, uh, something major's happened, I go to Twitter. Yeah. And then I'll seek out my sources from there, Washington Post, New York Times, whatever it might be. But um, for as much of a bum rap as we give social media, it's probably the thing that I'm most dependent on in terms of uh, getting my news. Yeah. And so you use Twitter. I know you use Facebook. Right. Um, for family photos and yeah. stuff. What about do you? I've got a Facebook page. I haven't looked at it in six years. Yeah, I know. I've wished you a happy and, birthday uh, six years in a row. You've uh, never told me. Oh, Thanks, awfully Mike. Nice that's awfully you. nice of you. Yeah. Yeah, I had to take my birthday off of there at one point. Why is that? That's a long story. Oh, okay, that happens. So, yeah, and then, uh, but I do use Twitter, and I do tweet on occasion. Rarely do I tweet about anything political. Right? No, and, I never uh, see you tweet polit- yeah. politics. So it's just stuff I don't that tweet. I find interesting. I know, I know you. Yeah, don't. I'm so glad I did that. I, I can tell you the exact moment we were sitting in this studio. Yeah. The night Donald Trump won the election, 2016, and I thought I am never going to tweet again. <laughs> and I've tweeted like. Two or three times since then, once when my father died and once about some other major thing. Right. But other than that, I'm not tweeting. Yeah. Because I, I find my brain coming up, you know, with devious, snarky things to say. Yeah. And I don't want to be that person. No, nobody does. Yeah. But I find it interesting, you know, that J- Jack Dorsey, who the founder of Twitter, right, from right here in St. Louis, Missouri, um, you know, I guess they the company went public at some point. Right. And, um so, yeah, now we've got... Uh, well, Elon Musk is purchasing it. Apparently. I mean, where is that? Is that thing... Is well, it he happen? said is he was going to buy it, and then he didn't. And then now he's saying it's back on. But I think they also are forcing the lawsuit to try to enforce him buying. I think they're. Tr- I think Twitter was hoping to get some type of a settlement out of Elon Musk. Right. Like, hey, pay us $3 billion and we'll go away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I think Elon Musk is like, okay, I'm going to go forward with the $43 billion purchase. And uh, I don't know why you'd want to own Twitter. Yeah, I don't because he's going to take it from a public company to a private. How company. do they monetize that? I mean, I know they promote the the tweets or whatever. I see some but, promoted stuff on yeah. there, but I, I I guess that's it or the algorithm. Because what's amazing to me is, um, you know, we talk NFL or we talk uh, if we were to talk a consumer product, Oreo cookies. Yeah, I feel like the next thing I know, showing up on my Twitter feed will be Oreo cookies. Hmm. 
You know what I mean? They're like the listening phone's to listening to yeah. us. Yeah, yeah phone which, I'm okay with that. I'm all right. Whatever. Well, I don't like it. But yeah, I don't like it either. But at, but least, at least somebody listens to me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, there is that. Well, there's Gus on and those then, walks. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I, I can't talk much because we're walking. You know? <laughs> You're huffing and puffing. I'm huffing and puffing. <laughs> so, uh, and then you saw that Kanye, or I guess he's going by Yay. Yay now. Y-E. Yeah. Uh, has bought Parlor. Yeah. Now, which, do you know Kanye? You know Kanye, he's jumped the shark. Do you know what that means? No. I've heard this term. So jump the shark comes from the old happy days. Okay. Right? And happy days was like this great show, et cetera. And then they went to Hawaii on a trip. And, of course, the Fonz is skiing behind a boat. And here comes a shark. And he jumped over the shark and saved somebody. And everybody points to that moment of that's the moment that happy days went from being a great show to being silly. Wow. And Kanye for I me had not, I did not know yeah, the that's where that comes that, from. Well, that's fascinating. But but you Kanye for me has jumped the shark four or five years ago. When, when first of all when he started running around in a red hat and uh you know the the whole uh Trump stuff and then changing his name and he just he jumped the shark and now he's he's bought parlor. I don't even know what that is. Well it was a conservative alternative to Twitter at one time. Okay. And uh, when Donald Trump got kicked off of Twitter, uh-huh. a lot of conservatives moved over to Parler, and it, then it had some technical issues. And I don't know, I don't know what that thing is worth. And now, of course, Donald Trump himself owns Truth Social, okay, yeah. which that apparently is not doing struggling. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not going well. And then so you've got uh, Elon buying Twitter, you've got Kanye buying Parler. You've got uh, Zuckerberg, who's essentially, you know, almost giving up on Facebook. Did you see what he's into? He's into this thing called Metaverse. Right, yeah. And you, you've you played it. You, you've you dealt with it at my office. Oh, the golf thing. Yeah, and so you put these uh, lenses on, and uh, you pl- you're in this virtual reality situation, and you were, you were playing golf and well, right was, there in my office. That was the Metaverse. Yeah, but I it think, was very realistic because you could, you know, you hit the ball and you could see it, you know, flying out there. Yeah, um, I wasn't very good at it. The first social media that I can remember is a thing called MySpace. Have you ever heard of MySpace? I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. So MySpace was, I guess that may have been twenty years ago or so, and you would put up a song and maybe a picture of yourself and etc. But uh, I don't know. I do the I do the family stuff on, on Facebook. It is kind of cool to see pictures of your granddaughter yeah. on Facebook. Yeah. I, I see them. Yeah. And uh, I don't like people who do politics on Facebook. I agree with that. I immediately just defriend them. Right. Now, Twitter, I you get to choose who you're following. Yeah. And so, you know, if you're following a jerk who says jerky things, well, shame on you. Right. Um, but I, I, I've watched social media rot some people's brains. Have you not? Oh, it is. Yes. It's very destabilizing. Cause what happens is it's this whole little world out there that exists and you're in the middle of it and you know, and you're talking about stuff and people are talking about you and you're talking about them and, uh, and it can, it can really kind of. It can make you angry. Mm-hmm. It can make you depressed. Yep. Uh, it can make you laugh. Impulsive. Um, uh, yeah, and and then, you know, everybody, I'm sure most people have put a tweet out at some point that they regretted. Puns. Yeah. Puns. I probably I, I've had um, clients of mine, candidates, who I've pled with. I've said, look, you're going to announce tomorrow. I want you to delete social media. And I've had some that have followed that rule. Yep. 
uh, some right now that are running that have done that because there's nothing good happens on social media, especially in politics. It's just people trolling on you. Right. And and there's nothing. It's hard to read about yourself. And if you're a politician, you're choosing to be in the public. But it, it takes some getting used to. There are websites but I, you can go to and find some of those old posts, you know. I, I'm sure you can find them on mine. Uh, and uh, then there are other candidates I've had that have kept it. And I think it has affected their ability to be the the best candidate and therefore the best elected official they could be because they get obsessed with how do I react to the people who don't like right. me? Right. Yeah. And that's just never that's not that's a good rule to live by, period. What other people think about me really is none of my matter. business. It yeah. just doesn't matter. But that's hard that's a hard thing to swallow. I have a friend that says that to me all the time. Hey, what someone thinks of you is is none of your business. Meaning you, you, you can't help what they're thinking about you, so why think and about it? And it doesn't matter Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day. But, I've, but I've, I, I do believe social media is rotting people, and I've watched it with my own friends. You and I have a mutual friend who I think social media has affected her uh, immensely. We've, I've got, uh, you know, uh, watching celebrities that are defined on social media that where they – Britney Spears. I mean, I, yeah. I think she's – Kind of in that whole realm right now of being defined on social but media. But you, you have to admit that Twitter uh, for Donald Trump was a huge uh, totally. part of his success in, in electoral politics. It revolutionized politics. I yeah. mean, because he really didn't raise any money, and all the money he's raising now he's not using for politics. He's right. using for lawyers. But he's still able to to get his message out there. It's definitely transformed things. Any Anything. Anything that's ever been invented can be used for both good and bad. Yep. Fire, true. Fire was so important to us, but can also be used for bad things. Social media, yeah, there's some good aspects. I can look at my nieces, nephews. You can look at your grandchild, connect with people you haven't seen in a long time. Oh, and then you can have people say horrible, salacious things, and it really can mess with your brain. Hmm. Speaking of your brain. It, yeah. Well, go ahead. What about my brain? No, go ahead. You, were gonna... you remember the old commercials, This Is Your Brain? Yeah. This Is Your Brain on Drugs? Yeah, it was a scrambled egg. Yeah. Uh, or oh, a fried egg. Yeah, it was fried like egg. over easy. I liked mine over easy. I don't like it. I don't like stuff running out of my eggs. Really? No. I like I like my eggs over hard. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh-uh. You don't want the yolk to have a little bit of softness no, to it? No, no, no. Really? I don't. Well, what do you, do you get? Do you get the toast to sop it up? You know? Yeah, no. Um, I, don't want, I don't want any of that stuff running around. On the really? Plate. Yeah. So you... So you're over hard is how you are. You see like a poached egg. No. No? No, I like it. I like a fried egg. I like a scrambled egg. But you want the yellow to be completely solidly cooked through. Uh, yes, I do. That sounds horrible. No, you put you put some bacon, you get a bagel. And you fry that egg up there, put it on a bagel. I'm getting hungry now. Yeah. Um, and then you throw a couple of pieces of bacon on that thing. Mm-hmm. A little lettuce. Yeah. Mm. It's living. Are you um, are you a breakfast guy normally? No, no. Uh, I you did. got pancakes on Sunday, didn't you? <laughs> I did. Yes. Yeah, you, he came in. He told me, "Buddy, I'm craving pancakes." Next thing I know, we do our TV show, and he's I, we called because we were going to meet up for a snooker later. And I said, "Where are you at?" He goes, "I'm in line at McDonald's to get pancakes." <laughs> it's amazing how something pops into your head like that. It is amazing. It. It's all amazing. And when we come back, I guess you're done with that topic. That huh? was an amazing fellow that we were talking about before the show. We're going to talk about him with you. That's after this on KMOX.
It's the Hancock and Kelly Show. We're going to take you all the way up to 10 o'clock. Then you'll get the news. Then we've got something coming after that. I think it's the best of Glover. Uh, and then it all starts all over again tomorrow morning with total information. You're going to want to tour into, tune into that. We've been in, uh, joined in studio by Matt Pajeski. He's the producer here at KMOX. We affectionately refer to him as... PJ. And PJ, you had a uh, brush with, uh, with illness the other day, yeah. huh? What Th- happened? Thursday night, I was here in my usual spot eating some Chinese food that was left over from my mom. Why do you keep talking about food? Oh, sorry. Uh-huh. But uh, it was some egg foo young from a nearby Chinese nice. restaurant, which will not be named. Okay. But had the egg foo young and uh, noticed my throat was getting a little scratchy. Uh-huh. And right off the bat, I'm thinking, this does not feel normal. And then I start coughing a lot. Oh, boy. And I know, I know something's up. So uh, I, I, I start to kind of freak out. I start to overthink. And I, I look over to Matt Pauly, who's getting ready to go on the air. And I look to him and I say, do, do I look red or am I, do I look normal? And he says, yeah, some, something is not right. So I uh, rushed out to my car, grabbed an EpiPen, which I keep on me because I've got a peanut allergy. I guess I should have started with that. Grabbed my inhaler, all these things that I've got in case something like this happens. I used the EpiPen, used the inhaler, and uh, still wasn't really feeling that great. So... Uh, I had my parents pick me up from work and drive me to the ER and uh, stay there for about four or five hours at, wow. at Barnes Jewish till till about midnight. They wanted to keep an eye on me and monitor all my vitals, so wow. uh, it was a scary experience. But it and, turned out all right. And, and your peanuts, yeah. Your and your air pipe supply was getting cut off, huh? Yeah, my uh, my throat was getting scratchy and kind of kind of tightening tightening up, and it was getting a little hard to breathe there. And that's that's scary. When that is... when were you first diagnosed with this? Oh, when I was like really young, like when I was a baby, they did the, uh, the little pinprick and uh, the, at the allergist, uh-huh. and whatever whatever you know uh, whatever reacts under the pinprick is what you're allergic to. So that, that's really the only way I found out was back then as a baby. I had no idea that peanuts. I, I I've I've experienced people who've had shellfish. Yeah. And by the way, you can eat shellfish for most of your life, and then all of a sudden, one day, you just can become allergic really? to it. Yeah. And I'll tell you who who, who I witnessed it with this was um, um, the guy who used to own the blues, Mike Shanahan, when I yeah. was a kid. I uh-huh. was with him, with him and my dad when it happened. Wow. He had a uh, shellfish allergy, and it, it started to... But I've never knew that that could happen with peanuts. Yeah, yep. it's anaph- anaphylaxis. Antiphylaxis? Anaphylaxis. And so you carry an epi back in the yeah, <laughs> I did too. Uh, <laughs> she was fun. Yeah. Um, did you, um, so you have to carry this EpiPen with yeah, you ever? Care- Is there other things that can cause it besides peanuts? Cashews and Brazil nuts for me. Brazil nuts. D- different for everybody. Other people are allergic to pecans and almonds. Yeah, that's it's- why you can't get a peanut on the airplane anymore. No. Really? Because of people yeah. like me. Yeah. Sorry, huh. everybody. I didn't know and that was I mean, the, you like... Break out even if you get near one, right? Kind of. I'm I'm not that severely allergic. Okay. It just depends on the person. You, you just guys can't eat. You just can't eat today. No, I, I can't eat one myself. I guess peanut butter is out. I have a question. Yeah. Uh-huh. Haven't had a Reese's Pieces. Haven't had a wow. Snickers. Yeah. So do you? I, I would imagine grocery shopping has to like you've got to constantly look at all the ingredients to make sure there's not peanut in it. Yeah, but I mean, I've I've have, haven't had a run in with it my entire life, so I I I feel like I know at this point now. What what could be potentially risky? What's not? Yeah. Okay, so what's the most surprising food for somebody who's ignorant like myself to peanut allergies that like there's peanuts in them? 
<sighs> nothing really. Like pizza I mean, crust or no? no, 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 no. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, that's in a pizza crust. I don't, I, well, you come on. I'm just throwing out an example. Well, you trying? No, I mean, no, there's no peanuts in a pizza. How crust. do you know? There because could be some in some peanut crust. Peanut crust. They put bread. They put wheat. They put flour in the pizza crust. Some some people have like the severe allergy where they can't even use. They can't eat anything that's been processed on the same equipment. In the factory as a peanut. Where does all this stuff come from? I mean, you know. I don't ever remember this. I've been around for a few years, and I don't remember people being allergic to everything and under the sun. Now they got this thing that you got the gluten. Yeah, I think that's a crock. I mean, well, I mean, some people say they got a gluten, whatever. Or how about the uh, people who don't like or can't deal with milk? Lactose uh, deal. Well, yeah, my buddy JP is like that. Is he? Yeah. And what happens to him if he drinks milk? It just... Does I don't the know. same thing? I, yeah, I mean, I don't think he yeah. drinks milk. So I think milk's it, nasty. I, I, I like ice cream, but I think I'll tell you nasty. where milk is perfect. Tell me. Uh, with, a, with a Girl Scout cookie. Okay. Uh, you dip that sucker. Oreo's quite good with milk. Uh-huh. And milk is quite good with lasagna. Ugh. Pasta yeah. and lasagna? Yeah. Pasta and lasagna. Yeah, you get the pasta and you get the milk. It's, good. it's very good. It's very quinching of the, Wait, of the So if he's lactose intolerant and he can't do milk, can he do cheese? Yeah, I think so. And he can take well, something before. Like, he'll have ice cream, but he'll have to take a pill before he eats it. Really? Yeah. That's, that's weird. It how, is. how old is he? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, he's younger, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's considerably younger than us. Right. Well, he's not considerably younger than you. He's considerably younger than me. Now, I know people who are allergic to, like, wasps that have to carry yep. around an EpiPen. Is that... Of the same ilk as a peanut allergy because they carry in an EpiPen I too. Guess. I I haven't really thought about that. I know the EpiPen's probably this the same. It it delivers a shot of epinephrine or norepinephrine into your system, and it just pumps you full of adrenaline so your body can survive it. And then after that, you need to be taken to the hospital like right away. Yeah. You've got that drug in right. you. Right. Yeah. This sounds like the Nora, stuff. Nora that... epinephrine. I think I dated her too. <laughs> yeah. Well, that sounds like the stuff they put into folks who've who've had an overdose to get the adrenaline up, Amen. right? Like, remember that in the yeah. Pulp Fiction movie yeah. when? Uh, well, that's what you know in the hospital movie. They're always giving them, you know. Yeah, give me twenty cc. Yeah, stat, stat, stat. Why don't they just? Why don't they just say quick? I don't. I mean, you're a doctor. Right. This is somebody over there. Give me that thing quickly. I need it now. No, no, stat. You remember T.J. Hooker? I do. T.J. Hooker used to say uh, four at him thirty, blah 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 blah. And so I, every time I would run into a cop when I was a kid, I'd say, hey, "What does four at him thirty mean?" And they'd be like, "It means nothing. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about." But they always used to say it in T.J. Hooker, so I thought, "Well, that's what cops say: four at him thirty. I'm gonna go take care of this." Yeah, they had those little uh, CB-looking things. Uh-huh. The CBs, you were probably too young for the CB craze, right? Hello there, Trucker 29, how you doing? That kind Do you, of stuff? you even remember what a CB was? Yeah, Matt doesn't know. That was like all the thing, and it was like channel... Did you ever have a CB in your car? <sighs> no. Now, did you ever have one in your house? I don't think so. Me neither. Yeah. We had a neighbor who had one. Yeah. And we, I also had a neighbor who had a short... Shortwave radio? Oh, yeah. What do they call those? Um, ham radios. Ham. That's what uh, Jim White was into yeah. uh, here. He, he used to broadcast in those ham radios. You can hear all over the world, apparently. I mean, they're pretty cool. How does that work? If, I don't know how it works. Yeah, I'm, I'm always interested in how that works. And then how about the guys who figured out, like, hey, we get these pigeons, and we can tie, you know, notes to them and take them to Germany and let them loose, and they'll fly back to France with the note. Does that make sense? I, I guess. Yeah, yeah, they're called carrier pigeons. Yes. How did you you know? Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, mean, I think that's amazing that they can 
train these things to fly. And they, you know, it's well, not birds like they've been there smart. before. Birds, birds are very smart. They, how, how do you know? Because, I mean, look at them, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> Somehow they find stuff to eat, you know? Uh-huh. They they build those nests like Do you have that. a favorite bird? It's uh, Cardinal. I think mine is, too. Yeah. John Ashcroft's favorite bird? Uh, the eagles. Yeah. They let the eagles soar. Get, get like, this, he's, like he's never soared like before. Like he's never soared before. Yeah, yeah. He's still living in Missouri? He is. He's got a farm outside of Springfield. He's 80 years old now. Retired now? Yeah, more or less. I mean, he still does some speaking, and I think he teaches a little bit. Um, I think like at Liberty University. Really good, fine, fine man. I, I just like and respect John Ashcroft so much. And uh, he sang at my wedding. Did he really? He did. Did he sing the Eagles Will Soar? He sang the Lord's Prayer. Oh, how about that? That was And it was lovely. He did a lovely job. And uh, there he was. Yeah. He well, missed, missed the high note. It is Hancock and Kelly. We'll be back with you on Friday morning at this time at right 8.30. Here. We'll yep. be here till about Lord 11. Uh, we sit in with the show. And we then uh, you can always check us out on Sunday mornings at 8.30 on Fox 2 for Hancock and Kelly, the TV show. PJ, I'm glad you survived your peanut ordeal. Thank you, me too. Yeah, and uh, you're looking fine. None the worse for the wear, I would say. So, folks, you never know what you're going to learn here. Sean Michael Lyle checks in with us next Monday. We're back next Monday, aren't we? Always. It's It's hard to, it's hard yeah. to keep it straight. Uh, well, all right, folks, thanks so much. Stick around. It's the best of glove. Are all that coming your way right here on The Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.